You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. And let me pause and say, wow, it is good to be back. Lens and the boys and I have been gone for two weeks. We missed you very much, but we're thankful to be back with our Carterville family. The vacation was fantastic, but as most of you know, it's also amazing to come home. It was so good to be in church yesterday and worship Jesus with you. Thanks for taking time to listen to the podcast. Today, I have two people with me in our conversation. I have Lisa Freeman and Tori Bass. So Lisa, welcome. Tori, welcome. So good to have both of you guys. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Glad to be back. So you guys are representing the personnel committee today. There are six members of the personnel committee. Yeah, that's a committee that rotates two new people on every year. We've got a phenomenal committee. We have, we've had faithful people serving in that room for several years. God's done a lot of really neat things. But specifically, this podcast is going to serve the church by allowing us to clarify and just draw out some of the things that you told us yesterday. Yesterday in our service, we started with a huge announcement that we are recommending some repositioning on our staff, a couple of search committees, and I believe that the Lord has given us clarity on how to best use our staff team and how to best create search committees to, to put ourselves in the best best place possible. But I just want to welcome you guys as y'all prepare to, to chat. So, Tori, you've been on the podcast before, so thanks for coming back. Lisa, I want to brag on you for a minute before you start to talk, because ever since I started the podcast, and we're over 400 episodes in now, by the way, but ever since we started the podcast, you were one of the first listeners listeners that would get on to me when I, in a good way, when I didn't put out content. You know, you would say, hey, Ben, I missed the podcast. And I learned very quickly that you listen to the podcast every morning when you put your makeup on. And this has been a part of your rhythm. So thanks for using the podcast so well. You're one of our best users. Absolutely. That's right. I listen to it every morning when I'm getting ready. So when you don't get it out there soon enough, it throws my whole morning off. All right. Well, let's talk about the uh, announcement that we made yesterday to the church family at the beginning of the service. Lisa, you did a great job representing our personnel committee yesterday to the church. I mean, you are our chairperson, and as you mentioned yesterday, because of COVID, you got an extra year, so you're in your fourth year. Yes. You know, work. So you are very <laughs> familiar with our staff. You're very familiar with with how God's been moving, with what God's been up to. Um, so this is not something that you guys just put together overnight. This is something really, you, as you mentioned yesterday, that we've been praying about some of these elements for some time now. That, that's right, Ben. And, we, and we've had some faithful serving people on our um, personnel committee as we just started a new uh, team in August. We've actually had um, myself and Tori have served and uh, Wayne Lowry and now Alan Bonner and Sue McKinley is on there as well as Bill Wedgworth, who's been on there. But we just had two members rotate out. That was Melanie Beatty and Margaret Tynes, which had served with us faithfully for two years. So they were a part of this process of us praying and thoughtfully thinking through our recommendations. So we, we owe a lot to Melanie and Margaret as well, because they were during this time of transition in our thoughts. They were there with us for the last two years while Alan and Sue are coming onto the committee now. And, and in some ways, we've been praying about a lot of these things, about what God wants to do with our staff for months and months and maybe even years. But in earnest, we've been working on this since March, since we knew that we were going to have a transition in our discipleship uh, pastor position. And we announced in May that the way we were going to secure you know, the church for the short term is we're going to ask Brick Sager to go from a 29-hour employee to a full-time employee. And Brick was going to take on membership and discipleship. Those were two things that were added to his job description, which was already missions. So Brick became sort of overloaded for a short term. 
uh, and has done a good job in those in those positions. And we told the church that you know we're handing off some of the other responsibilities to to me, to Chris, to other staff members, and we've done that while we took time to seek the Lord's will to find out what was the best long-term move for our church. And then you made that presentation yesterday morning at church, so thank you for doing that. Would you just share with us, Lisa, um, a little bit of what this, what this what's being proposed? Like, what's the change going to look like? Sure. Um, so we are proposing uh, several different phases of this during our recommendations. And our first phase was that we already have Jeremy Strove faithfully serving in the pastor role with our youth and college now. So what we actually want to do and our recommendation to do as a personnel committee was to transition and revise Jeremy's job description so that he would no longer have grades 7 through 12, but that he would have missions and um, along with his job now, along with college and career. So to revise his um, minister role to a college and missions minister role. So it's a, a revision of his job description and not a new minister role, but a revision to that job description that he currently has. So that's that's the first that's the first piece. His stroke keeps college ministry, but he lets go of 7 through 12. And he takes missions, which lets Brick then free up his his right. position a little bit. Right, helps focus on discipleship and membership, which has really grown, and he needs to focus on that. I got you. And so Stroh will be doing college and missions. Correct. Gotcha. Let me offer just a, a quick insight on the, on the you know, yes, the, the conversation was definitely perfectly considered, but also, you know, being a part of that room and the conversations for the past couple of years and the heartfelt conversations, the, the, the emotions at times that went into the weight of this decision and moving some of these uh, positions around uh, was heavy. Uh, no question. In fact, you know, for us, we have a, such a high level of confidence as a church. We are blessed to have the staff in place that we have. So this is the analogy that we used uh, in the room often was was that we have the right people on the bus. Let's let's evaluate the positions, the seats they're sitting in. And I think when you look at the discipleship opportunity that both the the, the youth and college programs ministries have here at Carterville, uh, we believe that they the opportunity is is a, there enough. For us to say, hey, let's separate the responsibilities, right? So we can narrow the scope, that we can narrow the focus of each, so we can minister to our, the children of this church better, the children that step out of the children's ministry into youth, and then obviously into college from there. So the opportunity for discipleship is really the driving force behind all of these decisions. Thanks, Lori. I appreciate that. And so as we as we make this uh, presentation to the church, you know, the first thing is we're revising Jeremy's job description, so he'll be college and missions. Second, that means that Brick will be able to focus on discipleship and membership. Missions will come off of his off of his plate. Um, and then the third piece of that is obviously when Jeremy lets go of college uh, of seven through twelve, that means that who's going to who's going to do seven through twelve? So our recommendation on that was to place Corey Jenkins in that role. He already serves um, in an associate role. Yeah, he's our with, associate he's and doing associate a great job. with uh, Jeremy now and. He does a wonderful job with our 7th through 12th now. He leads groups already. He already rotates out with Jeremy serving in those roles on Wednesday nights and on Sundays. So this is just an added um, to Corey's role that he's already really participating in. And we've also had a lot of input from parents as we've talked to them over the last, you know, 17, 18 months um, for people who have children in those age groups about really what um, Tori just said, focusing on separating those two out so that we can have a better vision for our 7th through 12th and a better vision for our college and career groups. You know, one of the things that I love about uh, the Lord's faithfulness to our church, like, and I've said this a bunch lately, is that he has been so good to us, giving us the leaders that we need at the time that we need them. And in this situation, right, we would have an, an opening for, we would need an interim 
uh, youth minister, and God's given us exactly who we need. You know, we have an associate who's doing a great job. You're relating well with, with kids. He's been discipled well in that ministry, knows our students, and God's put Corey in a perfect spot. I know that my kids love Corey. My kids love Stro. They've been really blessed in that area. So now let, let me be clear on this too. Like the the change in in discipleship and in membership and the change in 7 through 12th ministry, both of those positions are interims, right? And so that means the church is going to be creating a search committee and beginning a process of, of praying and taking resumes and trying to find the long-term solution for who, who does God want in those positions. But the Lord has given us Brick and Corey to step up and be phenomenal interims right out of the gate. You guys have been super busy this year. Like, I mean, Tori, I know that you've been serving on the personnel committee, but you've also been serving in the search committee uh, for our children's and preschool minister. The Lord has brought us exactly who we needed in preschool ministry. He brought us hope. Children's ministry, he brought us Pam. And I just like, I know from your seat and mine, we've watched God bring exactly the right interims, exactly the right leaders. And I step into this next phase of leadership at Carterville, knowing that the Lord is going to be really faithful to our church. I'm excited about about what he's done. So let me ask you guys this, as we as we move forward, what are some of the steps that our church family can take to have questions answered, to uh, to understand what's going on, so that we are ready for the special business meeting on October 31st when we actually vote? So we are going to hold a luncheon next Sunday, October the 24th, right after church services, where Jeremy and Corey can be available um, to answer questions and to listen to the church members with their questions and answers. We set up a special um, email address, um, which is pc at cbcpedal.org, and to make sure I get the .org right, um, so that you can email the personnel committee members and that we can have those questions ahead of time to present to Jeremy and Corey to be prepared if there's personal questions that any member on the personnel committee could help answer prior to next Sunday, um, then we welcome those questions. You can call us personally. You can email us at that email address, and we will answer those questions ahead of time. We also called a special call business meeting for Sunday, October the 31st, so that we can vote on the recommendations from the personnel committee with the transition of the job description with Jeremy, the interim roles for Brick and Corey, knowing that those are interim roles that we would have to have search committees form for the discipleship and membership pastor and for the youth pastor's roles. So that's how you can get in touch with us. Yeah, I just would echo what Lisa's saying. Uh, yes, there's a couple of formal outlets that are being created to have those questions answered. Uh, but I, I want to make myself available as the rest of the personnel committee to, to reach out to us personally, stop us in the hallway, shoot us a text message, pick the phone up, give us a ring, uh, because we are approaching this with a tremendous level of confidence. As I said, God's put the church in an amazing position, and it's been an honor to serve on the personnel committee. And yes, because what we've seen God do through the previous search committee has been to your previous point, and we approach this with these two new search committees with a high level of confidence and trusting God completely. Hey, thanks both of you for making time for the podcast. And thank you for the weeks and weeks and weeks of prayer and discernment and decision making, all the emails, all the meetings, all the work that has gone into what the church is considering for the next two weeks. I love you both. I want to pray for our church and we'll wrap up this podcast. Father, I thank you for Lisa. I thank you for Tori. I thank you for our church. I thank you for our personnel committee that has served you faithfully, and we ask that your will will be done. Lord, we submit our plans to Christ Jesus, and I pray, Lord, that as the head of our church, that he would lead us well. Lord, we love you, and we ask your grace over these next two weeks. In Christ's name, amen. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast. Let's be prayerful and faithful as we seek Jesus and serve Him well this week. God bless you, church family.